Brittany. Welcome back to the podcast. How was everyone's week? I hope it was good. I hope we're all feeling great. My week's been kind of rough, but for a good reason. Last Sunday, we adopted a new kitten. We named him Midas, and we are just trying to get him comfortable with us. And since we also have our other cat, Pocket, it's definitely been a tough transition, but we are just trying to have some patience and love. He's currently camping out in the bathroom, and that's the only place where he really is comfortable being right now, through that or under the couch, but he's definitely a scared little guy. Um, but he's slowly coming out of his shell and letting us pet him and even hold him for a couple seconds before he decides that he wants to get down. And um, the cats haven't even had a chance to meet formally yet because we are trying to make the transition easy as possible. And if you put like a kitten and an adult cat together, um, they won't get along or at least the adult cat won't like the kitten because it doesn't want any trouble with a mommy that may or may not be close by so we've had them meet like on the opposite sides of the glass sliding door but other than that like they haven't had a chance to really smell each other yet we're trying to get a baby gate so that they can and still have that like distance um but we'll see it's a big, uh, it's a big transition for us all. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get them used to each other soon, and life will just go all back to normal. So, yeah, that's that's what's been going on. Anyways, okay, moving on. I am currently reading Addicted. After all, I think that's the one. There's Addicted for Now and Addicted After All, but I think it's After All. Um, it's the, by, it's the, from the Addicted series, Krista and Becca Ritchie. It is Addicted After All, I just checked. <laughs> um, okay, well, this is the last book in the Addicted series. There's still two more in the Calloway Sisters after this, and then the epilogue novel, with all six characters' point of views at the end. And so I am just excited to finish the series. I love these books and these characters, and it's been a great time. I will definitely be sad, though, to finish. It's kind of mixed feelings, but yeah, anyway. It's been a great series. Definitely recommend. Um, okay, so getting into today's topic, I wanted to talk about the history of Alexander the Great and the history of the Library of Alexandria and what happened to the library. I got this idea from talking about The Atlas Six by Libby Blake last week and was like, you know, I wonder what actually happened. So I did some research and I wanted to share what I learned. So the Library of Alexandria was an idea from Alexander the Great, who was one of history's most important figures. Um, so here's a little backstory of Alexander's life. 
for some context before I talk about the library. Um, so Alexander was born in Pella, Macedonia, to the king, Philip of Macedonia. Um, he showed a lot of potential from a very young age. Alexander basically started tutoring when he was three or four, so he had an early start. He was an advanced kid. When he was about 11 or 12, his father was gifted a horse that was deemed as wild and unrideable and was advised to put him down, but Alexander wanted to give him a try and see if he could tame the horse. So basically, Alexander is Flicka, the original, and he tames the horse, became Flicka, if you know, you know, you know, the, the the girl horse movies where no one can ride the Mustang except for the city girl who goes and meets the father who abandoned her and somehow she can ride the horse and now they have an inseparable bond and now they have to save the farm from the bad guy who wants to turn it into a mall. Basically, that was Alexander. Um, but yeah, he, when he was 13, he started studying with Aristotle, who was one of the greatest philosophers in history, and as a thank you for studying with Alex, um, he rebuilt Aristotle's home that King Philip had destroyed, and then he bought every slave from that town and freed them. So, what a, what a nice guy to to do that. I'm turning a page in my notes because I took notes. Look at me so scholarly. Okay. When he was 16, Alexander, he was left with the nation's capital while his father went to war. A group of Europeans tried to invade while his father was at this war, but Alexander threw them out. And when his father got back, he was very impressed with how Alexander handled the situation while he was gone and basically told him that he like that the capital was basically just his he would pass it on to him um and he traveled with his father to other lands for war Philip took over a lot of Greece and Alexander was married in Greece to a woman named Cleopatra when after his marriage his father Philip was assassinated and so now Alexander was king of this great nation and he conquered a lot of Asia he crushed the Persian Empire um, he rode that horse into many of his battles his whole life and when the horse died he named a city after him so they had a very special bond <laughs> but yeah through his life alexander's life he basically created an entire world for himself that he ruled and it was basically if he went south the north would rebel and if he went north the south would rebel and so he had 
a huge empire and it was hard to keep them all in line and so he had to create some systems to make it work and he suddenly died when I don't remember how old he was but it was very sudden and people speculate about what it was actually from it was from alcohol but people don't know if it was from like a drinking binge that Alexander went on or if he died from drinking unwashed wine or some people believe that he was poisoned but nobody really knows and when he died um, he was laid to rest in Alexandria but somebody like got to him his dead body and um, started tampering with some of his like stuff in the tomb and then um, somebody stole his breastplate off of his body and so he was moved after that and the location of his tomb is still one of today's greatest mysteries. Um, but before he died, he wanted, he had this idea of wanting to collect all of the world's knowledge and putting it into one big place. And so from that, the Library of Alexandria, the idea was born. And he didn't get to see it being built at all or anything. Um, but Ptolemy the first who was Alexander's second in command um, was able to achieve this dream for him he built the library and he would start collecting scrolls from um, ships that came into the harbor Alexandria was a place where um, trade ships merchants came in and so it was a good place to gather information and scrolls to put in the library and they sent out book hunters to look for new texts to put in the library and Ptolemy III started requiring all ships to hand over their books to copy and they would keep the original text and would send the copy back to the owner. And so eventually they had hundreds of thousands of books and scrolls that were all under one roof. And when people came to study its texts, it was hard to find what they were looking for. And so a Callimachus of Cyrene created a Pinnix that made it easier to find books and um, a lot was lost when the library burned down it was a huge tragedy and it's rumored that um, the like a thousand years of knowledge was lost and sent people back and um, civilization. Um, it was home to the first medical school. It had tons of study rooms and scrolls and like beds, like rest rooms and a kitchen. Um, no one really knows exactly what happened, what 
it was to eventually make the library actually go away. Um, they had, it was about 300 years the library thrived, and then Julius Caesar set fire to the ships in the Bay of Alexandria during an invasion, and many believe that the library got caught in the crossfire. Some believe that not all was lost because um, the fire couldn't have been that big to burn all those scrolls, but it was rumored that they had lost over a thousand scrolls or so. Um, and as the civilization changed from different like from Greek to Roman to Christian to Islam, it was just became less and less popular. And after the fire, the library just started to deteriorate. Um, and they, they don't really know what was like the final thing that made it go away. It's rumored that there was a rebellion and that probably destroyed what was left of the library. But as people say that it like set back the progress of civilization, many believe that that's not really true because there were more libraries. Um, for example, the library of Pergamum was just as big as the library of Alexandria and may have had as many scrolls, but a lot of original works that weren't copied were lost and Regardless of how much knowledge was lost, we don't really know how things would have been different today. Um, but yeah, there was over half a million scrolls that were lost. It was a huge tragedy. And um, it is rumored that the that 1600 years before Columbus like sailed I'm gonna butcher this name I'm trying to read it off my notes Eratosthenes wow Eratosthenes realized that the earth was round and he calculated the circumference and diameter of the world um, and was only off by like a few miles when like they were able to do it again. Also, Heron of Alexandria invented the steam engine over 1,000 years before it was reinvented during the Industrial Revolution. So, you know, who really knows? There's plenty of great mysteries in life, like, um, you know, the Aztecs and the Mayans, how they were able to, like, have planes or how the pyramids were built or you know all this sorts of stuff it's crazy how many things that we just don't know even though like humans were able to do it but there's like no record of it being done and it couldn't be done again for like thousands of years like with the steam engine like if that would became common knowledge would we have had an industrial revolution way earlier or and it would have pushed back pushed forward society or would it have not really mattered much you know 
it's crazy, but who really knows what things would be different. And The Atlas Six is a great book to kind of imagine what life might be like if the library hadn't burned down. Um, and in that book, people have like special gifts and powers. Like one person in The Atlas Six can like talk to plants and communicate with plants another two people can like have like telekinetic powers another one can like read feelings another one could read your mind all that stuff so maybe if that had happened hadn't happened the library hadn't gone away maybe we could read minds and stuff that would be cool it's also said that there's no surviving records of what the library looked like but I don't know if that's actually true. Um, I couldn't like get a definitive answer on it. But regardless, who knows what would have happened. It's a great loss to civilization and society to lose all of this knowledge and scrolls. And a lot of philosophers' works were lost. A lot of art was lost. It is a great tragedy to lose that amount of knowledge. Um... But hopefully the technology and things we have to keep us, preserve our knowledge, who knows what might happen with that or if we've kind of learned our lesson and we'll keep it safer than the Library of Alexandria did. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's it for today's episode. It's a little bit short. I hope that's okay. Um next week I am planning to do a um, book recommendation video or book recommendation podcast or like a book tag to kind of talk about some books that I don't normally talk about if you have any ideas of what you want to listen to please let me know you can message me on Instagram, TikTok um, anywhere. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming to my library. I will see you guys later. Bye.